We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ready? Down! Put, 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 put! This is the Bear Report Podcast. With Zach Pearson, Zach Pearson, and Aaron Lemming, Aaron Lemming, providing extensive coverage of the Chicago Bears. Go Bears! Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Pearson and Aaron Lemming. And now, joining us here on the Bear Report podcast is Pro Football Focus Salary Cap Analyst Brad Spielberger. He's a really great follow on Twitter. Pretty much knows all you need to know about um, the salary cap and all that. And he's my go-to guy for the salary cap as well. Brad, reoccurring guest, first off. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. Yeah, thanks for having me back. I'm glad my uh, first appearance didn't uh, negate a second one. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, you did a great job your first time. I, I'm, I'm assuming you do a great job this time, too. But let's kind of just get right into it, man. Um, you know, it's the first time we've kind of talked since, you know, the NFL offseason, you know, with free agency and the draft. In your eyes, for the Chicago Bears, what did you like about their offseason? Uh, what did you not like? And was there anything that you thought maybe they could have done a little better? Yeah, I like the aggressiveness of shopping the first uh, overall pick. I-, I think it was interesting when it first came down that early in the offseason to look at some recent examples. Trey Lance and Sam Darnold were, were, were similar, um, probably a week or two later in the NFL calendar for those. But you know, I think it showed he want, he clearly had a vision, had a plan, and wanted to have a cohesive draft and free agency strategy. And the best way to accomplish that was to pull off this trade as early as possible. Um, and then second, to you know, to include a veteran stud in DJ Moore, not just because you get a bona fide number one wide receiver who I think is going to work wonders with Justin Fields, but also. We've talked a lot about needing to spend money, and a great way to not spend dumb money, you know, is to inherit a good contract from another team as opposed to chasing free agents out there. So, from that perspective, you know, I, I love that start. Free agency was interesting. Um, I, I do think you could genuinely see that he is a guy that is going to come up with valuations for players, and if he doesn't like where the price gets on a free agent, he's just going to say thank you, but no thank you, um, and move on to the next player. And, and I get fans might not. Love that and appreciate that, and I do agree there should maybe be instances where you're willing to bend your rules a little bit to get something done, 
But I think in this free agency period, it, it made sense. I think it was one of the weaker classes we've we've had in a long time. And so instead, I think he picked his spots and decided to address positions he thought he'd get good deals on. I know Tremaine Edmonds is a bit of a big deal. I think every other deal, though, you look at it, and I, I understand the value um, on a Nate Davis, on a uh, obviously everyone loves the TJ Edwards deal, so on and so forth. That was a very long answer, but I, I think the main takeaway for me is there is a cohesive strategy. We got to see the results, but I do like the process from a you know outside perspective. Well, I'm kind of diving in a little bit more to that because we didn't, we haven't had you on since you know since the trade happened with the number one overall pick. First of all, what were your thoughts in terms of overall value with that deal in terms of getting back DJ Moore, the draft capital they got back? And then two, just from you know a future standpoint in terms of looking at their cap, looking in 2024, 2025, with some of these you know contracts they have coming up, how do you how how good of a how good of shape do you think that the Bears are in? Yeah, so uh, in my mind, DJ Moore was worth a first-round pick, and I guess I can say that. I can actually back that up. We do uh, put player trade values for every single player. It powers the, the PFF Mock Draft Simulator, and we had him in there with, worth a late first-round pick um, and maybe throw in a day three, something like that. So if you fold that into the trade, I think it obviously aligns from a value standpoint. You're getting a 26-year-old stud on a three-year, about $52 million deal, which at wide receiver right now, 17 or so million dollars is, is you know not even a top 20 contract at the position. So definitely like that standpoint. Uh, and I think it just it did make sense to – obviously you want to add a lot of young talent. You want to add draft picks and all those things. but you also don't want to have a rookie contract quarterback and all you're thinking about is what player you're going to add in the 2024-2025 draft. So it kind of balanced not being too aggressive but also taking your shots. Um, and, and they are completely healthy and, and they can do whatever they want to do from a spending standpoint because this is a big part of it. When you have that extra draft capital, particularly you know first and second round picks, you got to hit on them, of course, but you have more surplus value contracts potentially to balance out more veteran free agent deals or extensions. Um, and if you land, you know, a couple good players with those picks, they're playing for way less than they're actually worth, uh, and it just benefits your salary cap even further. L- looking at how the Bears spent their money, I think you know, kind of a narrative that was growing on Twitter and, and everywhere else on the talking circles was. You know, they have all this money. They're going to go out and they're just going to splurge. Um, they're going to sign every big name possible. And in the end, I mean, the biggest things they really did sign, you know, were, were Tremaine Edmonds and, and TJ Edwards. And they added, you know, pieces around them. Were you shocked that they didn't go out and land like a big nose tackle? Um, they didn't go out and land maybe an anchor on the offensive line. How did you kind of view that spending? Yeah, you know, I think the timing just maybe wasn't particularly right. So so first at the interior defensive line, and I really thought they were going to add a player there um, and edge, but I will get to that. But, I mean, we saw a market explosion along the interior of the defensive line that rivaled last year's wide receiver market. I mean, every single player getting paid – I watched a whole lot of Zach Allen and Draymond Jones and and those caliber of players film. They are good football players. There is no question about that. I would not have – I'm not mad at Ryan Poles for not giving $17 million a year to Draymond Jones or about $16 million a year to Zach Allen. I, I just – I think that is a smart financial decision. Same goes for Mike McGlinchey. I think he's a good player, maybe very good. I don't think he's great. And I wouldn't have made him one of the you know five or six highest paid right tackles in football. So – 
again, eventually you might have to bend those rules. And if a guy has everything you want, a football player, and you also you know, love the person, maybe you say, okay, you know, we'll give a little bit extra, a little bit more than maybe we actually feel he's worth because that is the nature of free agency. It's a, it's a bidding market and, and that can happen. But I just have to trust the process and stick with it. I can't, you know, nitpick or, or, or say I wanted this to happen or that to happen. That being said, they obviously, the defensive line is still maybe the worst defensive line in the NFL or certainly on the short list. Um, and that's going to prevent you winning a lot of football games. But uh, I trust that they'll build it, you know, maybe maybe with a, with a first round draft pick last year or next year, excuse me. Um, and maybe that's their big expenditure in free agency next offseason or, or a trade. Um, and, and they pull the trigger there when they can. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, and, you know, just kind of keeping on the the line of edge rusher here, uh, you know, you put out an article uh, not too long ago. My, my time's running together. I felt like it's been a week or two. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, with, with you talking about, like, you know, best uh, free agent fits remaining and then best trade options, stuff like that. And the one name that you projected for the Bears was a guy named Bryce Huff. Uh, who's an edge rusher uh, for the Jets. And the Jets are extremely deep at the edge rushing position. I know some people are like, well, why would they deal him? But when he's going to be your you know, fifth guy in that rotation, it makes some sense. So from your perspective, obviously you've mentioned Bryce Huff. You can talk a little bit about him. Uh, but even from a free agency standpoint, there's still some decent names out there. Is it plausible that the Bears are going to make a move? And if they make a move, what kind of caliber player uh, you know, c- can we be expecting? Yeah, with Bryce Huff move, you know, I think it was very notable and interesting that Carl Lawson eventually did agree to that pay cut in New York. I have to imagine before that happened, uh, other teams were calling, maybe trying to, you know, bring Carl Lawson aboard. And I imagine the Bears would be one of those teams if they did make that phone call. I think he's a perfect fit in the defense, would have made a lot of sense. So once he stayed and they were able to find common ground, and then they also, you know, drafted Will McDonald out of Iowa State in the first round, you have Jermaine Johnson, last year's first round pick. All those guys, John Franklin Myers, they have a ton of players. So a a Bryce Huff makes a lot of sense as, look, a a very, very good situational pass rusher. Yeah, right now he's only playing about 300, 400 snaps. He's not an every down guy, but, and this ties into free agency. I I think at this point you might say, okay, look, we have players into Marcus Walker and Rasheem Green and obviously some of the incumbents as well and Gibson and Robinson, et cetera, particularly Walker and Green though, I think make a lot of sense on early downs playing on the edge, and both guys have the ability to kick inside, more so Walker. But but that's why a guy like Bryce Huff or you know a free agent that 
I'm not super high on if the price point I'm hearing is true, um, which is Yannick Ngakwe obviously has connections uh, to this coaching staff and, and is obviously a good football player, not super old and still available. He also is a very good pass rusher and, and doesn't offer a whole lot otherwise. But if his price is reasonable, I think then you make an argument, okay, bring him in and we'll just let him pin his ears back and get after quarterbacks. But but I think I saw a report the other day that he was asking for like two years, 20 million, something like that. I, I just don't know if they're comfortable going that big, you know, in mid-July on a free agent. Looking a little ahead to the future here, the Bears have a couple guys that are candidates for an extension. Um, you look at Cole Komet, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney. Of those three, who makes the most sense at, at, at the right price and what is that right price and who would kind of be uh, maybe a surprise extension candidate? Yeah, to me, Mooney makes the most sense to get done if you can. Um, you know, he obviously knows now DJ Moore is going to be the number one guy. And, and so I think it changes your perception. He's coming off the injury. So he knows he's working through that. I think it was yesterday. He said he should be ready for training camp. So great news there. I I, I'm, I believe he's the hardest working guy in the entire building. I think he's just a player that you want to keep around. He has been productive at times. I think, unfortunately, you know, the lack of a passing offense during his tenure has worked against his stats a little bit. And yes, I know he's now, you know, some fans, you know, are, are ruffled their feathers when he, he dropped that ball on the goal line against the commanders. Um, but for the most part, he makes acrobatic, incredible plays. He creates a ton of separation. Um, he can make guys miss in space after the catch. And, and I just think he is a worthwhile guy to keep around. And I think we saw an adjustment in the free agent wide receiver market to where, you know, I, I think now it's, you know, a 17 to 20 million per year range. Let's say somewhere in there. Um, I think would be a working deal for both parties where maybe after last offseason, you see guys like Terry McLaurin get 23 plus. Um, and your ears kind of perk up a little bit. So he's my answer for who I think makes the most sense. Didn't even mention the fact I, it seems like he's Justin Fields' best friend, which shouldn't drive the entire decision, uh, but it's certainly not a negative. And then the surprise one for me would be Jalen Johnson, and, and not because I don't think he's a great football player. I really do when healthy. Um, it's just, you know, I mean, this regime hasn't seen a ton of healthy Jalen Johnson playing out there, right? And And I think... You just—it's hard to negotiate an early extension that all parties are happy with. Um, he, I, I think, should view himself when healthy as one of the better, you know, kind of true outside can lock down a number one wide receiver type guys. But th that market's also been kind of weak. You know, Jamel Dean this offseason getting about thirteen million dollars a year. We heard a lot of hype about Byron Murphy and Rocky Sin, and they kind of didn't really have markets either. So I would just be surprised because. I wonder if the Bears are willing to offer a strong enough deal to where Johnson would take it. I'm guessing that's like 14, 15 million a year, maybe is what he's looking for. And I just wonder if they're willing to get that high uh, on an offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it makes sense. I mean, I feel like Jalen Johnson is probably the hardest one to project out of these, I would say, four guys. I mean, you're talking Darnell Mooney, Cole Cabet, Jalen Johnson, and Chase Claypool. And I think Claypool's, at least in my opinion, maybe you, you disagree, feels like the, the least likely to even broach an extension at this point. I don't think it makes sense for either side. But yeah, he's 
Jalen Johnson is one of those guys that's interesting. And it, it, does it make sense to you to do like a short-term deal or is this something where he's going to say, Hey, I'm going to hold out, you know, the bears say, we're going to hold our ground. We got the franchise tag next year. Does a short-term deal make sense? Or are we talking a four or five year deal like everybody else is beginning? You know, honestly, I think we should be at an inflection point to where teams now, I don't want to use the word weaponize, it's the wrong word, but kind of, you know, use the player's gravity and, 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 the, and the direction they're pulling and, and use it in their favor. And, and I'm, I'm speaking to shorter contracts, right? We've seen a push across the NFL, across positions, uh, which players should be doing, which is signing shorter deals so they can get back to the market, maybe get another bite at the apple before their career is over. Um and like a Deontay Johnson, for example, in Pittsburgh, where you sign a two-year extension, you know, going into that fourth year for about $18 million a year, I think it's a fair deal for both parties. And Pittsburgh basically got to a point where they said, I don't think we're going to see eye-to-eye on a four-year. You know, I don't think players really even want five-year anymore um, or would even entertain it. But but let's just go short-term and, and, and kind of just basically have it be uh, two franchise tags with, you know, only one-and-a-half franchise tags guaranteed, and we'll kind of just go from there. I'm all for it. If the Bears want to get creative and do stuff like that, um, and, and Johnson feels comfortable, obviously, because you get that assurance, you do lock in some money, um, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. So my last question for you, and this is just kind of one of those, a check-in kind of moment here, is the cash the cash floor, right? So the Bears, at least, and you may have a better idea than I do, but I've been trying to track it. And it seems like they're right around, I'd say what, 25 to 30 million left to spend. One, do you think this is a concern at all? Obviously they have until, what is it like end of February uh, to be able to get everything done. And then two, what are some of the ways you think they're going to, that they can get there in order to get this last little bit of money spent? Uh, I have the same number as you right around $25 million left to spend. Yeah, so, look, I think one extension gets done. I think it'll be between Mooney and Komet. Um, I think one of those two players gets an extension done before the season, and I really do think that as the season goes on, they'll be open to, hey, we're six weeks in, you're, you're healthy, you're playing great, we always wanted to get it done, but we just couldn't figure it out. Let's circle back, talk to your agent, figure it out, and, and maybe that's another one. So I think that takes up a big chunk of that money. You're obviously going to have, you know, injured reserve and, and all those things that, that adds to more and more spending throughout the season. And then it comes down to, you know, we talked about some of the free agent options or the trade options at edge. Do you maybe circle around and try to convince, you know, like a Justin Houston who has ties to both Poles and Eberflus, hey, come mentor our team, make some money. Yeah, you're not ring chasing like you have been before, uh, but we'd love to have you and, and you can kind of be rem- remembered as this great mentor to a super young Bears team, like those type of options as well. Um, you know, but I, they will get there. I'm not concerned about it because the key too is, they could finish the season and just like they did with Eddie Jackson, I want to say, extend him in like February or March before the new league year begins. Uh, and that would count in this year's accounting as well. You just kind of wrap things up. What are your overall thoughts on this Bears team um, as we get set to go into training camp here in a couple of weeks? Uh, where have they improved the most? Um, where can they still improve? And kind of maybe just your thoughts on Ryan Poles as a general manager as well. Yeah, I I mean, I think the weaponry from top to bottom, that includes everything, tight ends and running backs. Look, maybe there isn't the flash. Like, I think people would agree DJ Moore is a top 20, 25 guy. You know, maybe they'll nitpick the rest of it. But 
I don't know. For me, the depth with you have three good receivers with some some intriguing players beyond them and Tyler Scott, etc. I think adding Robert Tunyon on board with Cole Komet was a great addition. They didn't really have that like true move tight end that could actually you know make some plays happen. Not that Tunyon's a superstar, but I think he's a solid player. And then you have a stable of three very good running backs. You know, if Roshan Johnson hits the ground running like we hoped he would, so. You know, the offensive line needs to come along, need to see some growth there or just some continued solid play from certain players. Um, But I really think the weaponry, you know, as a Bears fan, again, from top to bottom, not just, you know, waiting the the, the best players, maybe a little bit more in your Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey days. Like, I think the depth at the the, in the weaponry is impressive, considering just how poor the entire uh, list was from top to bottom about a year ago. Brad, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. Um, where can everyone follow you on Twitter at? Where can everyone read your work, uh, listen to you, all that good stuff? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on again. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad. And all my work's coming out over at PFF.com. Got a couple articles coming out this week. Uh, and, you know, obviously heading up to training camp soon. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find it. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Thank you so much again. We'll have to have you on uh, sometime during the season, too. Sounds great, man. You guys have a good one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.